Danielle Jenkins, what's happening? Um, we're talking about being profound before this <laughs> recording started. <laughs> Wait, why, why are you laughing? It just makes me laugh when we talk about silly things before we start recording. It makes and your little comments it makes me laugh. We were talking about <laughs> Danielle's backhanded comment, uh, which stems from inside joke quickly that I said something to Danielle. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm really grateful you did something like that. And Danielle didn't tell me for three weeks that she thought that it was a backhanded comment. And I think sometimes I come across as so dry that you can't tell if I'm actually being serious or not. But I was genuinely grateful because Danielle and I started doing this podcast and very rarely when you go into business with someone, and if you're listening to this, you might be able to understand this, that you find where partners will pull their weight. And and you really have. We started this podcast. We're at, this will be twenty, probably around 28 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. Episodes. And we had done probably 20 or 30 other episodes on on the Ed Show before we spun it out into this. And when I talked to you about, hey, we should spin out a show, and you were like, yeah, let's do that. I want to be a part of it. Rarely, very rarely do you ever get someone who actually will do the work. So uh, you did that. And then three weeks later, we were talking about something. Daniel says, yeah, well, you put that backhanded comment at me. And I was like, it wasn't back, backhanded. It was actually a, genu- a genuine compliment. And then we were just talking about, uh, in which you may have already listened to the episode where I said something and Danielle said, well, that was very profound and a very lovely thing. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, maybe that's real, but, um, it was not you, backhanded. Apparently you thought that was actually profound. I did. I did listen to the episode. Everyone, when we're talking about, um, delegating and trusting people and Brandon said, it all comes down to you. I thought it was very profound and it's so true. It's all about your own internal thoughts. So with that. Yeah, don't, don't, that's a spoiler, but go back, listen to the episode on how to delegate and what may be holding you back from delegating, which is effectively holding back your company. Today, we are talking about what to do when you genuinely fuck up as a business owner. And I don't know that I put that or will put that in the title because I think they edit that. I saw because one of our episodes had a four-letter word in it uh, when you get fed up with shit about your business and they actually edited it. So, but we are talking about what you do when you fuck up and I'll let you go first on some tips. All right. All right. Well, I just want to say, great intro, by the way, and that was not backhanded, but that, I want that, every- That's a lovely comment. Thank you. <laughs> Um, But I do want everybody to know, guys, whether you are a startup, whether you are an existing business and have not had a mistake yet, or if you're a seasoned business owner, you know and need to know that you will fuck up. It will happen. Hopefully, they will all happen as accidents and not intentional, but they will happen. And you need to know how to deal with it um, effectively because it will happen 1000%. And if you don't make a mistake, you're not doing something right. So, and I know that sounds a little backwards, but it's true. So number one, when you fuck up, no matter what you do, you need to acknowledge that you have, you need to take responsibility and own it and you need to be honest about it. Um, 
as a business owner, if you have employees, one thing I must say, this goes one step further. You need to take responsibility and own it, even if it's one of your employees' fuck-ups. For example, if you have an employee and one of your clients and they have fucked up and one of your clients have called and complained, you need to take accountability and responsibility for what your employee has done. Deal with the employee later, but you always need to take accountability to your client for what your employee has done. Um, So definitely acknowledge it, take responsibility, own it. Number two, you need to evaluate the situation. What happened here? Um, What went wrong? What could you have done to prevent it, if at all? Um, And just see where you're at, why that went the way that it did. Um, Because sometimes you don't even know that these things are happening until it happens. So you need to look at the steps leading up to that, um, the journey up to that, and see what, what happened. Um, number three, fix the problem, move on, learn from it and keep going. Um, when I say this, I say, fix the problem. It's not going to be as easy as fix the problem. You may need to sweet talk a client. You may need to pay some money. You, whatever the the way to fix this problem is, you need to do that. You need to move on. Don't harp on it. Learn from it and make sure you don't make that mistake again. Um, And I will add a little note here with that. You you are going to fuck up. You are going to do those steps. You're going to own it. You're going to learn from it. You're going to evaluate it. You're going to fix it or attempt to fix it. And sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. Your client, your colleague, whomever is on the other end of this mistake is not going to accept it. And you just need to deal with it graciously with integrity do everything I just told you and then move on from it and accept the fact that they may not be happy with the apology, with the reimbursement, um, the ownership, whatever you have to do to fix it. Some people are not going to be happy with that. Um, and you just have to move on. So those are like just three little tips that you need to do when you fuck up because it will happen. I agree. For me, it's just simple. You just have to take accountability for it and own it. And you drive the bus if mm-hmm. you're a business owner. If your employee makes a mistake, it's on you. And I would offer an extreme case as an example of how this can actually work in a po- and in a positive outcome for you. And that is with Jeff Bezos was a founder, is the founder, and was the CEO of Amazon, I think he's chairman now, had taken apparently a nude picture and sent it. And they had hacked it and they were holding it ransom. I don't know who, who, what media outlet or person, basically saying, if you don't pay us, we are going to release this picture. Now, at first, that could seem like a catastrophic experience and and the mistake made is don't take naked pictures of yourself unless you want them to be seen online and you're going to go put them on Pornhub or something (laughs) so and 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 assume that if it is out just assume that anything digital could go public is could go public so the mistake is you know in a lapse of judgment he does this thing and apparently sends it some chick woman lady and (laughs) <laughs> and 
that's me being politically correct, a woman. And instead of hiding it, doing whatever, he said, look, I made a mistake. I did it. And here's the picture. And he put it out. And I, I, yeah, he put it out himself. In fact, look at your reaction that you didn't even know about that when that is a major newsworthy event. Mm-hmm. But he shut that down by taking ownership of it and putting it out there, which de-escalated everything. And no one, whoever was blackmailing him, which is not right, obviously, would never have guessed. My point in telling you that is if you're listening to this, you may be like Danielle, who didn't even know that that happened. And this didn't happen that long ago. This is a few years ago. COVID sort of time warps all of us. It's hard for me to keep track of time. I don't know about you, Danielle. It just yeah. seems like... <laughs> Just seems like that crunch was just like, what, what year was that? And how did yeah. that went fast and whatever. So, but it wasn't long ago. You can Google it, I'm sure, and, and see it. My point is it never made it out. It didn't, it, it, it was a critical mistake. Mm-hmm. And he's the leader of arguably the biggest commerce company in the world, period. And he just de-escalated it by taking responsibility. In fact, extreme responsibility in that he put it out there. And I think those are examples to, that's an extreme example that I came up with. In my experience, I just show up and tell people we messed up. Mm -hmm. And if someone's upset, I acknowledge their feelings. Hey, Danielle, you have, I would feel the exact same way. Yeah. And, and, and I think the mistake people make in critical mistakes in their business is not taking responsibility and making excuses. I'm sure there was a reason that you made a mistake, Mm -hmm. but the bottom line is it's not an excuse and Mm -hmm. it did affect someone or group or company or client customer in some negative way that has upset them. And put yourself in their shoes. Like, Hey, I'd be totally upset. I'd be mad. I would be upset and then offer a solution, which is I'm going to do everything in my power to make it right. What can we do right Mm -hmm. for you? I think the other mistake sometimes is offering a solution. And what will happen is, Hey, Danielle, I'm going to, I'm sorry that didn't taste right. Um, you know, uh, that meal, say you're out at a restaurant, you're upset with the something like, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, you didn't like that. We're going to give you dessert. And you, you're like, exactly. I needed my Danielle, steak. Danielle, a laugh. Like you're going to give me dessert for that. And <laughs> which I could totally hear you saying, but would be a legitimate, I'd be, feel the same way. Like you're going to give me fucking dessert. Like, like I need no, my you're meal gonna, first. You're yeah. going to give me the whole meal. And basically what you just did is you thought you were de-escalating, but what you really were doing was you just made, I just it made works. you matter, which is, hey, Danielle, what can I do to make this right? And you're like, well, you could give me the, the meal for free. Done. And now, now you've de-escalated. You've taken responsibility, which most people don't do. And you've de-escalated it because you've complied to the other person's request. Now, mm-hmm. the other person says is some crazy request, like, you know, that you just can't do. You'd say, hey, look, I want to be able to do that for you, but I can't do it because, you know, we'll go broke or, yeah. we'll, you know, 
whatever, but I can do this, which is a variation of that, then usually you can do that. So I'm just talking it through here to, to say, if you find yourself in a crisis situation with a customer client or whoever it is, if it's, if it's a larger thing, then I would say, go, uh, go back and listen to the episode you and I did uh, about the Google picture that cost you the started getting one one star Google Sorry, reviews, yeah. which was you made a mistake in the sense you didn't even know you made the mistake, yeah. but you did make a mistake by not doing the research to figure out who was in that picture with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you went out and you wrote that thing on Facebook that said, hey, look, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this, this is how I viewed it. And basically taking responsibility. I think what, I think when you, when you mess up the thing that makes people mad and that creates even a worse situation for yourself is not admitting it. I mean, we can go down the line even with everything. And I mean, politicians do it all the time, which just makes you mad or, or companies. And, you know, when you deny it, like, Hey, that, we didn't do that or that wasn't my fault or I don't really, I mean, if you're, sometimes people misdirect blame, but yeah. if you are responsible, then um, I think take responsibility and it just disarms the situation and allows everyone to move forward. Because if you don't take responsibility, then you're arguing about the past. And if someone's listening and says, well, Brandon, I can't, like it was a major mistake. I have to deny this. Well, I, I would rethink that because eventually the truth comes out. Mm-hmm. I recently read, I don't know if this is true. Like they figured out who killed JFK. Like eventually the truth is coming out. I mean, it's it's going to come out. That was an extreme example. And I don't know <laughs> if it's true, true or not. But, you know, U.S. government released documents that says it has seen what it believes is UFOs after it denied it so long. And here's the problem. They eventually took accountability for a mistake they made, which was hiding something that they thought they were hiding for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And now no one trusts them. Right. Because as soon as you've opened the door to no trust, then you're in big, you're in big trouble. And that's the truth in your business. Yeah. People, if you take responsibility for a mistake, they'll still trust you because they trust that even when you make a mistake, that you will actually admit it. And again, this isn't just about business. This is about in your life and people, right? It's a very, very profound. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely statement, isn't it? it? But it is true that everything will be better. It's All so relationships will be better. So that's my, that's my tip. If I sound passionate about it, I am. I, I will say it, it can be hard. It takes a lot of courage to be able to do that. But at the end of the day, I do think this comes back down to trust. Do you want people to trust your business? And people think that trusting your business is always doing it right. But doing it wrong and admitting it builds trust. Yeah, it's so true. And before um, we get off here, I just want to share two examples. So, and about how they can go in different ways and how one is great with trust and the other completely ruin the relationship. And I'll be very honest and open about this because that's what we are on here. So being a cleaning company, I have lots of staff. They're going into people's homes. We vet them. We train them. 
We do background checks. We insure them. We do WSIB. We do all the things to make sure that these people are stand-up people going into people's homes. So um, unfortunately, you're in people's homes. Mistakes happen. And sometimes things can get damaged. Sometimes things can get broken. So one of our top-notch deep clean specialists went into someone's home was pulling the couch out uh, from the wall to clean under and behind the couch. They have a walnut hardwood floor. When the couch was put in, it was never cleaned underneath before us going in there. And they had staples from the packaging on the feet of this couch. And it dragged across the couch or on the floor, resulting in a huge, obvious scratch in the walnut flooring. So as soon, and this is part of our company policy when we're training. So we have it. If you make a mistake, you call us first before you even go to the client, because we want to be the first ones to tell the client that this happened rather than the client coming to us. So that's step one in taking responsibility. Um, so we called the client right away. Hey, listen, the staff are here at your home. They just advised of this. This is what we're going to do. So this client for example, was very happy with the fact that we said, listen, this has happened. We are calling our hardwood floor specialists right now. They're going to come in. They're going to fix the floor, replace the boards, whatever it is. We'll cover the cost. Donezo. Great. Client was extremely happy. We're still servicing that client. Client raves about us. Shit happens. But we took responsibility. We took ownership. We dealt with the problem. We fixed it. We learned from it. Obviously, in a situation like that, sometimes we can't always learn from it. However, we have put in our protocols now where if you're going to move furniture, you lift it and don't drag it. And if you can't lift it, we're not to move it. So lesson learned. Second incident. Again, longtime client, never, ever, ever experienced an issue with this client or on the other end again, this tip or this client tips huge. The client is so happy with us all the time. One of our uh, cleaners went into the home. They had a very porous countertop. Unfortunately, knocked over a bottle of oil on their countertop. Well, it stained. Obviously, the, the marble or whatever it was absorbed this oil. Again, we called the client right away. Um, didn't answer. So I emailed them. Hi, such and such client. You know, we we regret to let you know that this has happened while we were there today. We're so sorry. Um, we can either have somebody come and have a look or I will get the stone specialists in there right away uh, to literally sand this out. It was going to cost me thousands to get this fixed. But again, we have to take responsibility. Um, please let us know if you have any insight on the type of countertop. So again, just like I did before, I offered the solution and sometimes it's not enough. And I will say that. So I thought that literally offering to fix this whole spot, get it sanded would cost me thousands to get this done would be resolved. Um, again, we're so sorry about this. We'll get this done as soon as possible. I'll follow up with you shortly when we can get the repair specialist in there. The email I got back was basically, I'm so disgusted in your email to me. How could you let this happen? Um, what you've offered is not good enough. Um, don't effing worry about it. We'll take care of it. End of relationship, end of services, blocked, done. So in that instance, I felt as if I did everything I possibly could to make this issue right. Graciously, they did not leave us a Google review. 
um, they just cut the relationship. And that is not a sentiment to our company. It doesn't say that our company is a bad company. We screwed up by accident. Obviously, it was an accident. We acknowledged it. We evaluated it. We offered to fix it. And this client let their emotions get the better of them. And it was nothing. There was nothing we could have done to do that. And they were done. So same kind of instance, two different outcomes, very different outcomes. Um, But I still know that we took accountability. And to this day, even if they reached out, I would still apologize for the fact that that happened. But again, I took the responsibility. So sometimes it will happen where it doesn't matter what you do shit's going to happen and nobody's going to be happy about it. But majority of the time, if you acknowledge it, take responsibility and correct it, everything will be fine. I think that's a great summary for today. I agree. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it wasn't backhanded. <laughs> it was not. Have a good week. You as well. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone.